In our breakout and best-selling book, Looking for Angels, A Guide to Understanding and Connecting with Angels, Dr. Scott Guerin and I share how you can communicate with angels, understand signs from the universe and these celestial beings, feel at peace knowing you are always connected to source, and much more. Get your copy today at lookingforangelsbook.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or your local bookstore. And now you can even get the audio version narrated by me and Scott through Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. Hi, all. Nicole here. This podcast is intended to inspire you on your personal spiritual journey to inner peace. I am not a psychologist or a medical doctor and do not offer any professional health or medical advice. This applies to the podcast guests and or co-hosts. If you are suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from a qualified health professional. You are listening to A Psychic Story, a podcast that shares behind-the-scenes insights of people who lead supernatural lives among the ordinary. And I'm your host, Nicole Bigley. Join me every Wednesday as I dispel the myths behind magic and lore. Welcome to A Psychic Story. Hi, Psychic listeners. Welcome to another episode of A Psychic Story. For this episode, I have Lauren Drake. Lauren is a numerologist and Reiki practitioner who found her calling in the holistic healing arts later in life after suffering from corporate burnout. I know the feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Following her intuition, signs, and her understanding of herself gained from numerology, she stepped away from her 15-year career as a food safety professional in the beginning of 2022 in order to transform her passion of numerology and energy healing into her destiny by practicing full-time. This has allowed her to focus solely on helping her clients also understand themselves better and set them on their path to their unique destiny through numerology while helping them balance energetically to live a more fulfilling, aligned life. Welcome to A Psychic Story, Lauren. Oh my gosh, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me and what a great intro. (laughs) So excited to be here. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I was looking back, this has been on a little over three years I've had the podcast and I have not had a numerologist on and we have not talked about numerology. So I'm glad that we were able to connect. But before we get into that, please share with me, you mentioned corporate burnout and you know, it was really recent that you pivoted into this. And so talk with us about what that looked like, what you experienced, and, you know, let's start there. Yeah, definitely. And first of all, I mean, wow, I really feel like the stars aligned <laughs> to come together to to do this today. Um, and um, I'm really excited. But yeah, like you said, so I had a 15-year career as a food safety professional, went to school, did the usual thing, went to college, went, got my four-year degree, went right into the corporate world, and then started working full-time in the food industry. And I just always thought that's what I was supposed to do. It was what I was good at, right? I was good at math and science. Um, it allowed me to be a little bit creative as well. When I first started out, I went into the R&D sect, so had a little bit of creativity there. And so that's kind of what brought me into it and made me feel like, oh, this is a fit. It wasn't until quite a few years later, things started coming up and I'm like, this isn't necessarily really my... Um, path. And, but I kept going knowing this is where I have my degree. And so kind of did some moving around within the companies I worked for and then starting with a new company um, back when I was about 33. Um, so it was four years ago now. And um, I moved right up real quickly. And I found myself at about 35 already having my dream job of where I thought I would be when I was, you know, I didn't think I'd be until like maybe 45 getting that position was already there. And um, and I didn't want it anymore. <laughs> the, that was the irony there. I just, I, I got it. And I'm like, what am I doing? This, this isn't me. I, I definitely went through a big change in my life. And, and once I learned about numerology, found out that I was kind of ending one cycle, starting a new one, made complete sense. <laughs> but yeah, and then I just, I found myself in this new job. I was traveling a lot more. So I had a lot more time on my own. And a lot more time to think and slow down. Um, at least when I was on my own, I could slow down other than, you know, the rat race of corporate life. But when I did have that free time, I was found myself opening up. I was starting to see angel numbers. 
and like, what is this? They were they were just jumping out at me. Like I could not deny it that someone was trying to get my attention. They'll do that. And that's <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it was just so many years of ignoring it and just living in just living in the physical, right? I wasn't wasn't real spiritual. I, I grew up Catholic though, but I, I never really had that spiritual connection. At least I didn't admit it to myself. We'll just say that. I know when I was younger, I did, but kind of just let that go away. But yeah, so I found myself with a lot of time, started seeing these angel numbers. And that's when I'm like, what is this? I started looking into what those mean, um, just started going down the rabbit hole of all kinds of spiritual podcasts. And that's when I found your podcast and found many other ones that opened up my eyes. And I was like, this is this just feels so right. And the things that I just always thought I knew, it just validated everything. And that's also when I found a numerology podcast and uh, found my teacher who I decided to actually do a full certification program in numerology uh, because I was just so into it. And the books that I was reading, just they weren't cutting it. Like, yes, it was interesting and, and, and telling me a lot, but I really wanted to dive deeper. And once I started out doing those classes, I, I loved it. And right away, I was already jumping into like asking everyone, please let me do a free reading for you, please. Like, let me just try it out. I know I'm new, but let me do it. And, and I was getting amazing feedback. Um, people just saying how accurate it was and how validating. And I know for myself, it was very validating um, just to be able to, you know, cut through the noise of all my conditioning and things that I thought I was and what I had learned and came to realize that I'm actually very creative, very open, free kind of soul, which I knew when I was a child. But of course, we kind of shut that down and just do what society wants us to do and what we're what we're told. At least I did anyway. As well as learning numerology, I learned that I have very open numbers, which also are very open to influence as well. So because of all that influence, I took all that on as thinking it was me. But then finding numerology, I had that validation that, oh my gosh, this, what I really thought was me, what was in there, that that really is. And all this other stuff on the outside, it's not, you know, and I was finally able to differentiate that. And it gave me that strength to be able to step out and really live in my truth. Did you say open numbers or you meant, yes. you, meant you were open? What does that mean, open numbers? So there's certain numbers. So typically, so I have a lot of threes and fives in my chart, Okay. So those meaning that they're very open to influence. They don't really have a very strong backbone. Oh, okay. A very strong sense of self. So I was very, very influenced. If you're, I don't know if anyone's familiar with human design as well. I had a lot of, um, you can call it open or undefined centers as well that were definitely taking in that influence and conditioning. Ah, uh, okay. I want to hold on that. We'll get into details there. But I really feel like really, really quickly to kind of go back to your experience with your career, because I was hearing that not just from you, but like from spirit that it wasn't like a life crisis. Like I think sometimes we used to think back in the day that we would get to a certain age and it's like, I'm having this life crisis or this moment of whatever. This is like a path and a part of rediscovering yes. self and tapping back into who you are. So I just felt led to share that too because I think a lot of people think differently. I I see it as a reawakening to myself. Totally was because it wasn't, it wasn't a crisis situation. It was like my eyes were open and it was amazing all these things that I, I wasn't seeing before. It was, you know, I was like reborn really as a big transformation. Yeah. So share now about numerology. So for people who are like, what the heck is it? Okay. <laughs> In the most basic sense, what is numerology? All right. So numerology is an ancient metaphysical science of the frequency and energy of numbers. So it dates back to 500 BC. There was a Chaldean system out of Babylonia. There was even right around the same time, Similar systems being developed in Rome and um, and and Japan and all over the world. So it really shows that all these ancient cultures, although they were not connected and talking to each other, they all had the same understanding that numbers were connected to the essence of the divine. Um, and then I'm sure you've heard of the Greek philosopher Pythagoras. He is credited to be the father of Western numerology. And so he came up with the numerological system that we use today in Western numerology that attributes um, a number to every letter of the alphabet. So an, a number one through nine, I should say. And so that you can break down not only your birth date down to a single digit, you can also break down your name 
So with numerology, what we can do, we take the birthday in the name and it tells us really, I mean, everything about your soul really that you wanted to learn and come into this lifetime to find out. I used to do do this when I was in high school and I totally don't even remember what my numbers were. But yeah, you would take like, so I don't want to give my exact birthday, but it's March 11th. So then you would take your year and then you would add all those numbers up and then that would equate to a certain number and that would be... Correct. Right. And then the same thing with your name and you can do your first name and last name or it can also be your first name, middle name, last name. Um, And then if you get married or you change your name or you change the spelling of your name at some point or whatever, then that Uh also changes the number that you have, right? Right, correct. So the way that the method of numerology that I practice is called the human body method. And so the practice there is that, yes, you exactly correct with the birthday. So you take your, your birthday, the month, the day, and the year, break it down to a single digit. There's also little nuances like master numbers and things that you don't break down, but Anyway, for this, we just break that down to a single digit unless it's a master number. Um, With your name, the type of numerology that I practice, we use the full name, including the middle name, the name given at birth. So because that is what your soul wanted to come in here as, right? So that's the one that tells the story of where you're trying to go in this lifetime and what you're trying to learn. And yes, you're correct. If you do, you change your name or there's, I've had clients that have been adopted. They have different names now, or you get married. It can change your chart a little bit, but we still typically look at the one with your original name. And then I'll look at them side by side to say, okay, well, now I'm seeing a little bit more influence of this different number, whatever it is, comparing the charts in that way. Um, But yeah, we always go back to the first, your name, given at birth. Yeah, it was, uh, so my name, Nicole Bigley, uh, my parents were going back and forth on whether or not there was an H included or without it. And uh-huh. it's very different if my name had been without an H than with the H. And I found that fascinating. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh yeah, it would totally change your number too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now with, so you get a single digit, you get a number and then what, like you mentioned, for example, threes are an open number and you were kind of explaining that, but what are the the kind of categories, I guess, if that's what you would say they would be? When you take your birthday, that reduces down to what we call your life path number. That's your main number, your your life lessons that you wanted to learn in this lifetime. It also speaks to your deepest emotional temperaments as well. So a lot of your personality characteristics can be seen there in your life path number. I may sometimes also call it a heart number because, like I said, the type of numerology that I practice, the human body method, we attribute each of these numbers to a body location. Because in Western numerology, you have five core numbers. It can get really confusing when you start saying like my life path number, my expression number, my soul urge number, personality number. You're like, what does this all mean? So it's a lot easier to understand and it makes it much more tangible in your life attributed to a body part. Like we say, so life path number, that's your heart number because that's your your inner essence, right? That's your the number that's closest to you that you always want to go back to. And then you have what we call your hands number or in Western Roundy also called your expression number. So that speaks to your, your talents and your abilities that you came in here with and, and actually that you learned as well over your lifetime. And you have, there's also a soul urge number, which I call it your head number. It's easier to remember as a head number because those are your deepest desires. It's how you think. It's your belief systems. We also have a a personality number or I call it your legs number because that is the number of your personality that you, you project out into the world and how people see you. So you may, maybe you have um, a different heart number than what's your personality. You're kind of maybe a little bit hesitant to kind of show your true inner essence in that way. You also have your birthday number, which I call your minor heart because it is so connected to your heart. And the birthday number is literally the day of your birth. So I think you said you're born on the 11th. Is that what you said? Yeah. Master number 11. There you go. Yeah. That's why 11s pop in so much in my life. Um, I know 1111 is a very, or 111 is a very angelic number, but it's, I feel very much in my heart and soul because yes, on the 11th. That's a very intuitive number too. Yeah, definitely. I like to call it the master intuitive. Um, So not really surprised that you have that. Annoying what you do. (laughs) Yeah. So, but that, so your minor heart number or your birthday number, along with your life path or heart number, those are the two numbers that are fully, fully awakened when you're born. So you have them right on board. So right away, those are when you're a very small child, those are your temperaments that you express. 
as you start getting older, you know, around three, four, your other numbers, like your your hands number or expression number starts coming on board. And then we have your head or your um, soul urge number that gets developed. But that's why we always say you always want to go back to your core essence, which is your heart or your life path number. That's, I love how you just did that so succinctly (laughs) and very quickly too. So those are all kind of the different ones before we get into maybe what some of the numbers are, because I know it can be probably a lot. I'd like to hear more about like, so what, how can numerology help people both, I guess, understand themselves and how they're evolving and progressing through their life and or on their spiritual journeys? Okay. Like me, like myself, I'd always kind of wondered, like, what am I here for? Right. I mean, there has to be a reason. And I think a lot of people are are in that place as well. And even if they have found it, they really like to get validation as well and just kind of know that you're on the right path. And that's what's amazing with numerology. It can, it gives you that, it can give you that purpose. Other people like to call it your destiny number, but I like to just call it your life purpose because it's what you came in here to learn. So those are your main lessons that your soul wanted to learn in this lifetime, in this incarnation. Um, it also can tell you about your experience that you, experiences that you'll encounter within your life. And as I mentioned too, your innate talents and your abilities that you came in here with as well. And the, the really cool thing too, it can tell us even your conscious and, and unconscious beliefs. So like I was saying, there was a lot of things in my chart where I, I thought I was a certain way. And then deep down, I kind of knew I wasn't, but that really validated it for me and told me like, oh, I was right to be thinking something differently. Yeah. It gives you a different perspective to like either validation and or, well, maybe I should be thinking about something or approaching something a different way. Exactly. It can give you a direction because a lot of times we're kind of just wondering like, I want to make sure I'm on my path, but maybe I need a little push in the right direction. And that's, that's what numerology is great for. It's not going to sit here and tell you like, you should be, you know, you definitely have to be a teacher. You definitely have to do this. No, it's it's more of a guidance to say, well, here's what your soul wants. Here's what you're really good at. These are the type of careers that could work for you. But really, you want to always go back to that, to your heart. But there's so many things with numerology it can tell you. I mean, there's even, as I mentioned, it could tell you the experiences you're going to deal with. It could also tell you areas where you have difficulty, maybe your challenges, Um or maybe even you have some some karma that you came in in this lifetime with. You may have like a, a karmic debt number within one of your numbers, which I don't really like the word karmic debt because it sounds so negative. But I like to think of it more as it's just a little bit of more of a challenge. And I understand I my expression number is karmic. So I totally understand how it is. And but it can also validate depending on where the karma sits in your chart why you're not being able to maybe get in touch as much as you would like with that part of yourself. Whereas, like I said, myself, I had it in my my expression, which is my hands number. So those are my talents. And so that was harder for me to realize and be able to express my talents fully. And I always felt like I had a block around it. And once I discovered that, it was like, oh my gosh, wow, that's exactly why I haven't been able to. It made so much sense. Um, there's Wow. I, I mean, it, but there's so many things you can do with numerology as well. Like, no, I think that that's great. Cause I, cause like when you were talking about certain things, cause there's like astrology, right? Like there's the stars and when we're born and the energy we're born into, and then there's numerology. And from when I was younger and I would, I, I learned real quick, I am not an astrologist. Um, it was very hard. And this was also way before they had the programs and the software and all of that. But before like you had to do the math and the chart you're on your own and everything, I was like, mm, not going to do that. But the numerology, was a little bit easier to understand because that's simple math. (laughs) I mean, not necessarily becoming certified per se, but I do think like if you understand how numerology can work for you to be that guiding light or post, but then also sometimes seeing the similarities and how it layers with other things, again, whether that's astrology or Uh not, it very much aligns and maps out, I feel like. Oh, it really does. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I like to see numerology as it's almost like a language to describe all the um, astrological energies that you're feeling that are influenced. Because yes, it is so much easier to understand. Your numbers will compile all those other energies. And you even have things like your short-term and long-term cycles in numerology, which can talk those change on a daily basis as well, just as you know the planets and everything change. You have those different influences. Those reflect it. And it's just an easier way to understand it because I'm with you. I'm I'm also trying to, you know, dive into um, astrology and learn that while I'm also learning human design. And 
Oh, astrology is so nuanced. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on. Yeah, there's so much. So when so when they say, and then this planet is in this part of your chart, I'm just like, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. That that's <laughs> where my planet is at that point. But yeah, so now going back to, if you don't mind sharing what some of the numbers are and what they could mean. So maybe for simplicity's sake, or we could talk about maybe your birth date. So which is your life path number, okay. right? And so if you had, um, you know, a th- whatever those numbers are, if you could kind of walk through those a little bit. Yeah. So once you reduce down your birth date to your life path number, um, you can come up with any number one through nine. As I mentioned before, there's also master numbers 11 and 22 or 33 that you could have. And so I'll just kind of quickly go through what those mean. So we'll start at the one. So one is if someone came in there to learn about new beginnings and also to learn their own self, their independence. One is all about having the courage to step up and be yourself and be that leader and be a pioneer, right? And just really take the reins and and be the the guidepost for other people to follow. Um, And then we come into the two, which is a much more softer, much more subdued number. It's, It's much more emotional, right? And it's about relations with other people. So whoever has a life path of a a two came in here to want to learn those intimate relationships and really focus on that in this lifetime, as well as slowing down and and really also having relationship with themselves, right? And understanding themselves internally. And then you have the three, which I mentioned, that's actually my life path number. So three is... And that's mine too. Oh, is it? Oh. I was doing... Yeah. If you saw me looking down, I was trying to do the math. I, <laughs> I'm a three, which I remember. So yeah, 311 and then three and 11. Oh, oh, awesome. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what the three is, so both you and I came in here to be expressive, to enjoy life, to fully be that guide to show other people how you can enjoy life and how you can be optimistic. Now, that doesn't always mean that we're always going to be optimistic all the time and deal with only these really lighthearted situations. On the contrary, it's kind of we are meant to learn. We go through dark times to learn the the um, opposing energies, right? And so once we do get to the light, we're like, we can really, really teach others how to see that as well. Threes are also very social. They're all about communication. So I'm, again, I'm not surprised you having a podcast and... Um, being so social in that way and expressing yourself. And as I mentioned, so threes are are an open number too, right? It's a softer number, but very open to influence because it's also called, um, well, I like to think of it as like the child of all the other numbers. You kind of look at it as like, because you're kind of, you're a little bit naive maybe and um, really wanting to see the, the bright side in all situations. We typically won't necessarily dive real deep into subjects unless we have other different numbers within the chart and kind of like to keep things light and easy. And then you move on to the four, which is much more conservative number. And this one is much very controlled. The person that came in with the with the four definitely wanted to learn the lesson of organization, of stability, of building up their own stability, like in their home or, you know, wherever it is in their work, really wanted to build up a good foundation. So maybe in a past life, they didn't necessarily have as much stability or something. And now they're like, okay, this is what I want to focus on now. And as I mentioned, it's a more conservative number, more tendency to kind of stay within the box, right? But you are never just one number alone. So you have to take your whole chart into consideration too. So I would never say if you're four, you're just, you know, you know, completely in the box all the time. And then we go on to the five, which is, again, a very open number as well, um, Open, I meaning like open to different ideas, meeting new people. Five is very, very social as well. Um, and But it's all about adventure too and experiencing life and just having fun. And just, there's a very sensual side to the five as well. It's a very physical number connected to the body. So people with strong fives in the charts probably are do really good like dance, really like to dance, do yoga, um, sports, things like that. Um, and then you come into the six, which is, I like to think of it like the, the parent number. If three is the child um, and four is you're building up your your foundation at home, five, you're exploring, but then six is the parent. It has the responsibility and it understands that it likes to hold that responsibility and take other people under their wing and really be that parent. Not Not even necessarily, even if you don't have your own kids, it's all about guiding others, whether it be, you know, friends, colleagues, you know, younger siblings, whatever. 
Um, they're definitely wanting to be that guide, but they're they're very emotional as well. Six is another, like the two is a very emotional number. Um, so it can have a lot of ups and downs and emotional roller coasters and things. And then you come to the seven, which is, by the way, we're in a year seven now, universal year seven as well. If you come in with the life path number seven, you're definitely here to learn about your own spiritual truth and about really diving deep inside your own self and connecting to your inner truth. Like I said, seven is a very spiritual number. It's very wise as well. So sevens are definitely the type that would, they like to observe life. So they're not going to be the ones that sit there and make the, you know, the quick hasty decisions and make mistakes. They're watching the threes. (laughs) They're watching the threes like us go out and kind of make those mistakes. And then they're taking that in and understanding what they need to do. And then once they've decided, then they're going to move forward in that way. Um, and then with the eight, so the eight is one of the most ambitious numbers. It's all about, so a lot of numerologists call it like the CEO. So it's very work-driven. It can be very focused on success. And again, it's a very physical number. Like I mentioned, like the five people with eights in their life probably, again, like to do a lot of sports and and very physical things and be outdoors It's also a very strong number. So as I mentioned, how the three and five maybe are a little bit more susceptible to influence. Stronger numbers like the one, the seven, the eight, they have a really strong backbone. And they're like, nah, I know what's my truth. Like, you don't need to tell me that I'm good. (laughs) Right. So, okay. So eights are very strong in that way. And then we get to the nine, which the nine is, is because it's kind of the ending of the numbers one through nine, right? And before we go the cycle back to one, um, it's encompassing all numbers. So it's like your soul, the person that comes in with a nine, the soul really understands all the lessons from the one through eight and is here to completely understand the ending of cycles and to really see the bigger picture, to be able to not get stuck in the weeds and really see the bigger purpose. And nines are just, I like to call them the humanitarian as well. They're all about just loving other people, helping out other people. They're always putting others first. Um, and so they're a wonderful, like if you have a nine friend, they can make some great friends. <laughs> I'm going to check and um, have all my friends submit their numbers. And if they're not nines, they're out of my cell phone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, well, all numbers can also make really great friends. Too. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so you mentioned um, cycling back to one. Does that mean that like we go through each number if you believe in reincarnation, like you're a one, a two, a three? Or do you mean just like the ones go back? Um, what is, because I know like there's a thought with with the zodiac signs that like you start with an Aries and then you go through each zodiac. And then so the Pisces, which is at the end, same thing. It's all about cycle. And then you would start back as Aries, but that's a reincarnation kind of thing. So is numerology the same or or different? So your, your core numbers won't change, but your long-term and short-term cycles that you go through, those will just the same. Those go through nine-year cycles, just like that. And even your days. You're going through nine-day cycles at the same time. I see. Okay. Yep. Those are the main nine life path numbers. Um, As I mentioned to you, there's also master numbers. We have 11, 22, and 33. So those still, the 11 is associated with the two, right? And then we have um, the 22, which is associated with the four, and the 33 associated with the six. And so people that may have a master number as a life path number, they actually function on this dual frequency. So in their daily life, um, where they're going about doing their normal thing, going to work, paying their bills, doing what they got to do, dealing with their their kids, they're going to function on that, the single digit number. So the 11 will be that two on their daily basis, you know, in that way. And, but when they're really able to fully get in touch with their heart and fully be in touch with themselves and have that time and, and being able to focus, they they can live in this really higher frequency, which has much more potential as well. So it brings all this extra energetic gifts along with it. Although it's it's also this extra gifts can be, you know, that's extra responsibility you have. And so some people that's that's a little bit hard at times to live up to that high frequency. So people with, you know, maybe those uh, master numbers, they may always feel like, I feel like I'm still missing something. Like I could do so much more. I'm just not doing it. Well, that's because maybe you're functioning on the lower frequency, whereas you have all this other potential that you're not tapping into. Whereas, like I said, the master number 11, the master intuitive, it's all about having this great intuition, being your 
very empathic, completely understanding and and just really seeing the light and and shedding the light where truth needs to be brought out. And really, again, which makes sense for you, you actually, your birthday number is 11. And I feel like that's what you're doing with your podcast, right? You're, you're shedding this light and this truth, uh, which is so beautiful. Okay, so master number 22 is also called the master builder. So as you function on the, the single frequency of the four, like I said, that's about building stability, building foundation. You take the 22 and that ramps it up and it's all about building something lasting for humanity. It's really having having all the same intuitive abilities of the 11, but then you're taking it further and you're building something. Like it could be literally physically, physically something that you're building that's tangible or say it's writing a book or making your own teachings, you know, having something, something that lasts that people will continually learn and experience. Um, and then you move on to the the master number 33. You know, this is very related to think of Jesus was 33, right? When when he um, was crucified. And um, this is just, and 33 is, three is the the divine, the Trinity, the Holy Trinity, right? And you, you put those together and it has that double energy. And it's all about, think about really how, who Jesus was. Like he just loved everybody. He wanted to help everybody, no matter what their status, he didn't care, right? That's really what the 33 is. It's all about not only taking people under their wing, but just doing everything they can to just love and share that unconditional love, no matter what. Thank you for that. So now people, I can I can feel people and see them in my mind's eye scrambling to figure out what their numbers are. <laughs> like go back to this episode and see like what, you know, what resonates with them and, and you know, what information they're, they're getting. I do actually have um, a blog on my website that walks you through how to calculate your life path number. And it has even more detailed descriptions than what I went through today with all the numbers in there as well. Great. I'll be sure to link to it in the show notes so people can go back to that. So anything else about the numbers as a whole, um, you know, what they mean? I'm sure we'll kind of get back to it too, but is there anything I missed as far as like, you know, what types you would have and then what some of those numbers are high level that you wanted to share? Um, I think we touched on maybe the main, the basic meaning of them. And I think it's more that um, we should maybe go into the different like things that you can do with it as well. Like I talked about there's short-term, long-term cycles as well that you can track. I would love that. Um, but before we get into that, can you also tell me a little bit about the human body method and or human design? Because I was feeling like Spirit was just saying, ask her about that before we go into the other. I don't know if that has to do with okay. this, but anyway. <laughs> um, well, like I said, the human body method, because we attribute these numbers to the different parts of your body, it makes it a little bit easier to understand and and like I mentioned earlier, you are not just one number. No one is just one number. It's all about how your numbers work together. And depending on where they're at in your body locations tells a whole different story of how your life experience may be and um, your different characteristics and how they're how they're expressed in your life. Because um, there are certain things to about the the method that it's only very specific to the method. We can look at we have things that are called templates. So depending on where the numbers are in your chart and how they're set up, there's different things that can tell us about even some of maybe the traumas that you dealt with when you were younger and how you grew up. And and or maybe if we can see that you're maybe not quite connected to your heart as much as you maybe want to be. And some people that that are like that, they may hear the life path number and they may be like, that doesn't sound like me. So when I hear that, I'm going to like, okay, let's look and see what we got any templates going on. If we have anything that's blocking your heart. I see. Um, yeah, there's other really cool things about the human body method that are very specific to the method that. Thank you for clarifying. Because I remember you mentioned like, you know, the head, the heart, the legs, the yes. minor heart and all that. So now I'm now I'm tracking. All right. Now going into the other, you mentioned like how I guess it can show up or you can use it in your life. Mm -hmm. Is that what you mentioned? Oh, right. Yes. We were talking about the cycles. Yes, exactly. I love tracking my personal cycles um, because like astrology, it gives you this idea of what the energies are you're going to deal with. And it also gave me so much validation. And there's times that are like, maybe I'm not really fully motivated to do something one day. And and like, you know what? It's okay. It may be, say it's a two day when I'm like, today is meant to be much slower Today is meant to just kind of deal with my close relationships and not maybe venture out. Um, it can really help you plan your life around it so that you're, so it's just easier. You'll just feel the flow versus fighting against the energies. 
For example, I'm sure, you know, we just went through this full moon in cancer. We just had this the other night and also our Mercury retrograde. So I should have known better. I was in a two day. It was a personal two day, which I mentioned too. Two is about slowing down your pace, being more internal, focusing on your relationships. Um, I had a lot going on there and I actually did a Reiki session and then I was like, oh, I'm just going to stop at the store real quick. No, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like I should have known, like, let me just stay at ease today and just not do a whole lot because it was like thing after thing went wrong. I felt like and and I just really came home and I was like, you know what, if I would have just remembered that today was a two day and said, you know what, no, I can do it tomorrow because tomorrow's a three day. Three is very outgoing and I'll be able to feel like the energy to be able to deal with the crowds and things like that. And so it can really help you, like I said, just be in the flow of life. So not only do you have personal days, but you have big personal cycles as well. So you have three major cycles in your lifetime. So it starts out from birth to about 30, a little bit more than 30, depending on what your life path number is. Um, And that's called your forming cycle. So you have specific neurological energies that are associated with that cycle. And there's something that we call a pinnacle within the cycle that also adds influence. Um, And that'll tell you about the experiences that you're meant to deal with and go through at the time. And every cycle, you also have what's called a challenge number. So that can tell you where where you're going to feel more friction, where you're going to have to deal with a little bit more difficulty and work through it. Um, So after, like I said, about 30 around there, for me, being a life path three, mine changed at 33. So yours would be the same as well. Um, So around 33 and then to about around age late 40s to 50, you'll be going through what we call the manifestation cycle. So this is where, you know, you've got all your conditioning, you've, you've grown up and now you're into building your own, right? Building up your own home. You're manifesting what you want during this time. That's why we call it the manifestation cycle. Um, And those have their own energies as well. So you may, like myself, really feel the shift between those cycles. So I knew right on, like right around my 33rd birthday, I felt it like crazy. And of course, at the time, I didn't, I didn't know numerology as much as I did. But then looking back, it was like, wow. (laughs) Well, when you said about your career, that was like kind of part of a pinnacle or a big change too. And it was also right when I I had my son as well. Um, So a lot of change going on then. Yeah. So then you go into this, your manifestation cycle. Um, and again, there's a new, a new challenge number along with that as well that you're dealing with, or it could even be carried over. If you have a challenge that's carried over through multiple cycles, that's a main life topic. That's definitely something. If I see that in someone's chart, like, okay, we're going to be talking about this because I know this is something that's continuously coming up for you. As I said, about around age 50, that's when you're going to start going into what we call your final cycle or your wisdom cycle. So now this is... And is that everybody? Are these ages for everybody? No, depending on your life path number. So it could be, it's right around that. So give or take five years each way, pretty much. You just pay attention based on your life number about... Yeah, okay, so give or take, got it. Yeah, exactly. Yep, and so then you're in your wisdom cycle. And so this is all about clearly what it what is called is wisdom cycle. You're taking all of the knowledge and your experience that you learned. And now you're being able to really live up to your full potential in that way. And again, we have specific numbers of energies of your cycle number, the pinnacle and challenge that go along with your wisdom cycle as well. So you can really tell the whole story of, of your life cycle, look through numerology, which is really cool. That's amazing. And you were mentioning before too about personal days. And so like that one day for you was really a two versus the other day was a three. How do you find your personal number? Right. So the personal day number is based on what your personal month number is plus the day. Got it. Okay. So you have to kind of backtrack. And in order to know your personal month, you have to know your personal year. Mm -hmm. All right. And so your personal year is calculated on from your birthday and this is where the human body method differs from other Western numerologists, because typically Western numerology bases your personal year on the brand new year. Like, so everyone would say, okay, I take my birthday and say 2023 after it and calculate that. With the human body method, we believe in practice that it is based on your last birthday, because to me, it just, it doesn't really make sense that everyone's energies shift right at the new year. 
if your soul chose Correct. to come in on your birthday. And technically our new year isn't really our new, new year when you look at the ancient calendars and everything else. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So so definitely, I. so you can base it off of, you take your birthday. So the month, the day, and then the year of your last birthday. So like me, my birthday was in December. So I'm going to use 2022 when I calculate my personal year. And so let's say with you, your birthday's in May. So you'll still use 2022 until you come up to your birthday in May. That's when your birth, your personal year will switch. Okay. I know advance and you'll feel it. Like once you start tracking it, you really will feel it. And you'll start about probably a month or so before your birthday. They'll kind of start creeping in there. You'll slowly start feeling the energies of old year going away. They'll start coming up. And then it'd be like, boom, on your birthday. Because I definitely felt it, especially this year. I, as I mentioned, in December. So I just had a birthday recently. And I went from a three-year, which is like, was it all like light heart? You know, it's all about optimism and all about having fun and enjoying life. I switched to a, actually a karmic 13-4 year, what I'm in right now. So again, as I mentioned, so four is all about stability, building up a home. It also deals with money. So having that karmic thing going on there, I it was funny. Literally on my birthday, I got a call from my credit card company like, there's these suspicious charges on your credit card. And so I had to call and deal with it. And I'm like, literally on my birthday, this stuff happens. And then it continued oh like gosh. that week. I still had, you know, weird little things like that come up. But now that I've, it helped that I understood that I'm like, I know I'm coming into this. I know that it's karmic. <laughs> so I know there's going to be a little challenge around it. So it helped me understand it and work through it a lot better rather than fighting it because I knew it was coming. And not being blindsided. Yeah. yeah not being blindsided, not being frustrated. Exactly. Sure, um, helps. Yeah. It was it, what you're saying is resonating with me because when I was younger, when I was little, I was like, I'm not celebrating my birthday. I'm celebrating my birth month. And it was not from an ego, like right? celebrate me all month. Cause I honestly don't like it when people sing me, sing happy birthday or give me gifts or anything. That feel, it makes me feel uncomfortable. So it wasn't that it wasn't like, yeah, it's my right. birth month. Everyone has to celebrate. It was just, I think on some level, I knew that the energy was shifting, not just specifically on that day. It was like the whole month, there was something about it. So it totally makes sense. It's almost kind of like out with the old and yeah, with the new exactly. around your month around your birth month because there's transition and change related to another year and a new year for you. Maybe we should all do that. Maybe our resolution should be around our birth month and not around our our new year. And maybe it's not resolutions as much as just like goals, right? Because resolutions dictate that something needs to be fixed. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. Exactly. I like to look at it like that. It's a habit change. And then and it's mm-hmm. and what you do from one year will really set you up for more success in the other year. Right. So it's it again, because we talked about that nine year cycle. So you're going to cycle through it all. So I had a three. Now I'm into a four. My next year is going to be a five. Right. So I already know that. But depending on what I do this year. So as long as I build up my stability and it makes sense. Right. I'm building up this new business. I'm trying to you know build up the foundation, things like that. As long as I do that, then I can go into this five year, which is much more about expansion and I mentioned travel, but it's also very good for business and really taking you beyond borders where you never really even thought you'd go with the five. So yeah, it's it's really cool to also help you plan for your future as well. Amazing. All right. Anything else about the numbers and numerology related to either human body or that you feel like you want to share? Um, well, I do just want to say that since we talked a lot about the cycles and things, I'm actually working on... a. Um, a numerology guide, just to go through what each number means, like in your personal day, which can also be used for your other personal short-term cycles. I'm going to put a little explanation of how to calculate yours. And I'm going to have that available on my on my website and actually do a, a humongous discount for your listeners. But it's inexpensive, typically just $11, but I'm going to give it to podcast, your podcast listeners for $1. And so, oh my gosh, that is huge. Yeah. Thank you. See, there's the number again, 11 (laughs) and one. It's for me. Thank you. You didn't even know that. (laughs) I was just getting a, a huge download for you in the future. Maybe what you could do is, 
have like something that's either an app or on your website that's like a calendar that then people could put in. Cause like I'm just going through planners for the year and like I don't really, I start out really strong with using my planner and it make it, writing it down. And then somewhere like three months in, I forget. But what's really helpful is like the yes. bigger calendar like thing and then being able to track that. So is that something that you're going to be doing? I love that you said that because that it's, I've already started working on it, honestly. And so my long term goal is to have an app. Because the numerology apps that I've currently found, like I said, they track your personal year based on the new year. So it throws it all off, especially for me being in December. My whole entire year is thrown off compared to what it would say in the app. So I eventually want to make my own app in that way. But I've already actually started designing a planner where it has your, you can put in your personal days and has an explanation of the best things to do and what to avoid on that personal day. And so, oh my God, it's so funny that you brought that up. It just popped in my head. I got calendar and then I got app. And then I also got like, almost like if somebody could just download the template um, from your website and then they could print it out. So maybe it's not the app, but they just want to track it like in writing. I'm also old school. I like to like write it down. So anyway, that's just take it or leave it. I'm glad that that is, that you're working on it already. Totally resonates with what I'm doing already. (laughs) That's amazing. <laughs> oh, and by the way, before we move on, you mentioned the discount. Um, is that something that you're going to share with me later or would you like to share oh, it Oh, I can now? share it now. Um, either way, I'll include it. Yeah, I'll include it in the show notes too for people. Yeah, so I'm still working on it, but it may, by the time this airs, it'll sh- for sure be up. So if you go to my shop on my website, um, which is illuminatedlifehealing.com, but if you go to the shop and then find the numerology guide for short-term personal cycles, and then you just put in, when you add it to the cart, put in the code PODCAST. And that'll reduce it down to a dollar for you. Thank you. That's amazing. We appreciate yeah, no, that. But I honestly would have given it for free, but my website wasn't working like that. So I didn't like... No. And also, I feel like... No, I appreciate the free, but you know, it's also something... I don't know. Like, There's something to be said about exchange. Your, That's true. Your time, your ideas and everything and- else. And and having that tangible. Um, I did have a few other questions, unless there was anything else specifically to numerology you wanted to cover off on. Because I think we covered a lot in our time. We did. We covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You're very efficient and I like (laughs) it. Thank you. I was getting the question to ask you a little bit about sacred numbers and like the mystical. Because like you mentioned Jesus, for example, and I think repeating numbers and angel numbers, those all tend to be, I liken it to when you see a number, sometimes it may just be for you and that message could be specific. But then there's also there was a lot of strong, ask her about sacred numbers. Okay. So I'm asking, I don't know what exactly the question okay. is other than right. how do sacred numbers come into it and what does that mean to you? Okay, so I totally agree what you said about angel numbers, that it's very specific to the person. So you can't necessarily just generalize like, oh, 111 always means this. It's where you're at in your life. Um, but yes, there are specific numbers that are more spiritual if you want to, or sacred if you want to put it that way. As you mentioned, already 11. So seeing a lot of 11 11s or double double ones in that way. Um one that we don't really necessarily think of because typically it's not in Western numerology, but the human body method recognizes number 12 as a very sacred number as well. Because think about they're all the 12, like, right, we have 12 months in the year. There's 12 apostles. There's 12, you know, there's so ah, much yeah. with the number mm-hmm. 12. Mm-hmm. So that's very link, um, linked to the spiritual as well, as well as 33 is. Um, and of course, we can't forget seven and nine. Seven and nine are very spiritual numbers as well. If you have those in your charts, like I'll, I'll typically say, like, okay, I can see that you're on a spiritual path. And if you're not already, you'll definitely want to be because that's where your soul will definitely thrive. Yeah. I used to, so you know, when you were little, people would ask you questions like, usually your other friends, your other kids your age would be like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite number? What's your lucky? And then as you get older, you have like a lucky number oh, as yeah. an adult. And seven <laughs> was mine. And I was like, I don't know. I just like the number. And so somehow I don't remember what exactly it is, but I have a seven in my numerology too. So I was like, huh. And it just was like a hit, like ding, 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 Mm -hmm. ding, ding. I was like, I used to love that number when I was younger and I had no idea why I had an affinity to it. We're so intuitive when we're younger too. Right? I know, I know. So, I, so I'm sharing that because if you, anyone listening had like a favorite number as a child or you have like a luck, quote unquote lucky number, there's probably a reason for it. It's most likely tied to your numerology or something. Exactly. 100% agree. Yes, I love that. Thank you so much, Lauren. Is there anything else you wanted to share with the listeners related to your own experiences or anything else we've discussed here today? I think I touched on most of them, but definitely, I mean, if anyone's really, you know, struggling or looking for any validation or trying to find the right path for them, 
numerology is a great start. And I really think if you just want to get a little taste of it, if you check out my blog on how to calculate your life path number and look at that, that'll first give you a little glimpse into it. And then if you want to go further, obviously you can book a reading with me and um, we can look at, oh gosh, there's so many things you can even look at in your your chart to determine like where you should go or kind of help you along your path. Yeah, no, thank you. And I do want to have you back on because I realized we ran out of time, but I would like to maybe talk about normalizing like energy and thoughts yeah. and emotions and how it affects your energy. Um, we didn't have a chance to get to that because this was like so fascinating and I love the deep dive we got into it. But so um, you mentioned your website, if you could repeat that back for people and then on social media and or any other way you'd like people to contact you, if you could share that, please. Right. So my website, my business name is Illuminated Life Healing. So it's illuminatedlifehealing.com. You can also, I'm on Facebook as Illuminated Life Healing. Um, Instagram will be illuminated underscore life underscore healing. I actually do have a couple of videos on TikTok too. <laughs> if you want to check that out, I just started that out. So also got had some hits from some other people saying like, oh, you should do this. I'll give it a try. I'm open. Like I said, I'm three fives. I'm open to trying it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being on. And again, for anyone who wants these additional details, just go to the website, my website and or the show notes, and you can connect with her directly there. Thanks again. Great. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you for listening to A Psychic Story. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. All episodes are free on your favorite podcast player or at a psychicstory.com. Have a question? Is there a topic you'd like to hear more about or have a suggestion for a future guest? Send an email to contact at a psychicstory.com or leave a voicemail message at 1-800-880-1881. We'd love to hear from you and you may even be featured on a future episode. If you're interested in booking a session with me, you can do that directly on the website. And if you want to hear even more content hosted by yours truly, check out my other show, Supernatural Matters reminder that you are automatically entered to win either a free 20-minute intuitive or energy healing session with me if you leave five stars along with a positive review. Currently, reviews can be left on Apple, Stitcher, Podchaser, or CastBox podcast players. Don't forget to email contact at a psychicstory.com when you do, because it allows me to get in touch with you if your name is pulled in the drawing. Your name stays in until you win.